Welcome to Primary Attribute, we're a Castles and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian, I use they-them pronouns, and I'm the GM. Hi, my name is Adam, and I play as Vons. We both use he-him pronouns, and Vons is feeling a little bit nervous about these people he met who want him to break the bad. I'm Erin, I play Erisine, I use she or they pronouns, Erisine uses she her pronouns, uh, Erisine's just, you know, really looking forward to some stabbing, maybe, or something, or nothing, or maybe just having a little chitty chat, impossible to say. I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy. I'm a happening wizard, and um, I'm really just happy to have a job. I'm going to be doing something that actually lets me do magic, and they're going to pay me for it, and I don't have to make hats. And I'm Wit, and I play Grix. We both use he-him pronouns. Grix is a cobalt illusionist who is currently uh, going through an existential crisis related to the death of his friend. Uh, some years ago. Um, uh, if this scene were uh, set to music, it would probably be by Green Day. Really? <laughs> yeah. Green Day? Yeah. So, like, which Green Day album which? are we talking about here? Like, a melancholy one? Or are we talking about, like, um, I'm Dookie? thinking... Uh, uh, when September comes? Yeah, when, when September ends. And, yes. Yeah. Or uh, uh, Lonely Road. Okay, so okay. melancholy green day then. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I can't argue against melancholy green day. Power cords still work when you're mopey. Just ask the cure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but okay. So. It's now time for our note taker. Our historian extraordinaire. Our fifth place amateur astronomer in their high school astronomy contest that did not exist. I didn't think of this one ahead of time. Aaron, would you like to sum up what happened last time? I didn't actually get around to writing out the notes. So you guys know right, my um, stream of consciousness tonight. Oh, I'm down. Erisine tried to find out what happened to Grix while they were still at the bar, and he gave the shortest, face-savingest answer possible. Vons tried to flirt with Green by saying, grunt, grunt, sniff, sniff, woof, woof. And while Green was appreciative, she was not down tonight and indicated that he should rat her tomorrow. Vons, after everyone else left the bar, had the guy who was trying to break into the velvet room, Jacund, come up to him at the bar and be like, hey, do you want to make party drugs for me, maybe? I'm working with the alley rats. And Vons was noncommittal. Grix stumbled home, passed out in the street or something, and had a an unfortunately, upsettingly trippy dream about the time when his arm was irretrievably injured and his friend Kurold died and then woke up in his bed, despite passing out, not in his bed. Erisine got a note from Mendoza to go see them, did that, 
and Mendoza needs a favor. Ericene has a job to do some murdering. So that's fun. Is it Sane, the elf? Yeah. Sane yep. is a sort of a fixer for the alley rats, and Mendoza needs someone to make Sane dead. And then finally, Wealthy got a visit from Cog about the calculations. Cog was hoping that his calculations were wrong. Unfortunately, they were correct. And then Cog has recommended that Wealthy get a job in maintenance. And so he's recommended her to that department, which is pretty cool for Wealthy. And then we did not end on a cliffhanger. Which was real weird. We did not. Wait, Nara didn't show up? <laughs> Nara does have shit to do besides up. intercede in your lives. and <laughs> You usually have to actively be wrecking her shit for, you, for her to show up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just didn't just show up at the most inopportune moments. Or rather, we show up at the most inopportune moments for her. Well, there is that. Yeah, we tend to run into her while we're leaving a place after doing a thing. After explicitly taking a different route to avoid her. That's not true, because we were on the way to the, you know, the magic junction when we almost ran into her that one time. Uh And that was us going to the place, not us coming back from the place. Uh I'm just saying... I kind of feel like we're her Rocky and Bullwinkle. Kobold and Fox. Yeah, that's fair. Honestly, Kobold and Fox sounds like the Soviet version of Rocky and Bullwinkle. (laughs) (laughs) It does. It's true. Well, all right. Yeah, I think that's pretty much everything that happened. Um, Ericene, I failed to make this clear. You would also get paid for this job at Mendoza's well, yeah, offering. of course I would. <laughs> you just called it a favor. It is a favor and also just a normal job. It just has a little bit of extra. You'd be so cool. Think of all the social credit you would have behind it. Um, and I could never tell anyone about... There are other people in your line of work. Like, yeah, Mendoza. <laughs> well, no, we need to want to meet. That's right. There's two assassins in the entire city. One of them is Heresy. That raises some Trained interesting questions. Trained by the only other assassin in the city. how many assassins a city of 10,000 people can support. Well, the city's way bigger than that. I mean, not way, way bigger. City but... of 20,000 people. 30? I've been mentally picturing it as 60 using magic and desperation to keep that number of people afloat. Sure. Um, But that's also because that's a decent size reference for my hometown, and I can imagine that very easily. So it might be a little bit lower than that, but... All right. Hey, Ericene. You are at the Nipper, because that is where you live. That is where I live. Half the time. It's where everybody knows your name. 
Uh, Tilia and Jaspar are also there. Because at this point, y'all probably have stools with like little plaques on it, them that no one else gets to sit at. <laughs> or a booth or something. No, it's more um, like we just have our booth. Do you have a group name? No. Ew, why would they want somebody referring to them? I don't think you understand how this works, Wit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'm just... I just don't think you understand how it works. Actually, yeah, go ahead and enlighten us. Tell us what your uh, Click's profile is like. No. Come on. <laughs> no, no, we don't have a name. No, it's secret. It all happens off camera. We don't have a so, name. So, as just... Ericene walks into the Niffer... <laughs> Just everyone knows who we are. They just refer to us by our names. As you walk in, everybody shouts, Ericene! <laughs> I, I don't yeah. think that the nipper is that intimate of a bar. <laughs> I think you I think you I think you know a lot of people there, but like I'm pretty sure people mostly just kind of stay to their own groups. Yeah. Um, and then you pass a it's mailman and a salesman on your way to your booth. I think that I've said this before, but I always picture it as Linda's. Oh shit! Yeah, okay, that is a uh, that is a bar of some reputation. For yeah. the non-Seattle folk, uh, this is a uh, kind of a dive bar, hipster bar, uh, very uh, very outdoorsy, woodsmany uh, feel with a lot of uh, stuffed animal heads on the wall. I'm gonna say, I think we have this tangent in a different episode. Yes, I think so. I think it's the time that I brought up Linda's. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'm gonna say this is not the first time you've made that comparison, and it's not the first time I haven't known anything because I've never been there. Um, yeah, Linda's, Divey, Dank. Uh -huh. All the seats are kind of loose. Yeah. Yes, but they have good drinks and good food. I think this place has to be a little bit nicer than that, simply because of where it is. You are right yeah, next to the fine. richest neighborhood in the city. Um, well, but also, like, Capitol Hill has been become gentrified, so, like, you know. Yeah, I could see the Nipper having some tension. I think we've established they either brew or source some pretty exclusive drinks. Yeah. And. It's okay yeah. if it's, like, more upscale than that. I'm just saying. That's what I always think of. I literally always think of Linda's. That is fair. Um, so you get a you get your mail on the way in, basically, because you've established that's pretty much where everyone sends their shit. Mm -hmm. um, and you have some notes, and most of them are boring, and one of them is from one Richard Stanton, who would like you Hi. to... Do you remember who Richard Stanton is? Yes, I do. Richard Stanton is the guy who run or who runs the Alley Rats. Yeah. Yeah, so um he's interested in meeting with you. Has a basically a business proposition for you if you're interested. Um is inviting you to the Oakley. But there is a note in there that he understands you might not be comfortable meeting there and will willingly accept pretty much anywhere else in the city. 
if that is what you need to meet with him. Um, is this the day after I met with uh, Mendoza? Uh, yeah. And that was on Fantasy Thursday? I thought that was Fantasy Friday. It could be Fantasy Friday, that's fine. So this is Fantasy Saturday? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, I... <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just, I have, like, so many ideas of horrible, like, I have so many horrible ideas of, like, how I can just, like, blow up and ruin my entire life. Like, just every choice that I have is, like... You could just do that, and then that, and and make terrible choices. Just make terrible choices. Oh, what the hell are you talking about? Are you gonna steal Ian's iguana? What's going on here? <laughs> I think Aaron's talking about blowing up Aerosine's life. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about blowing up Aerosine's life. Uh, I mean, probably it'll have the same effect. I mean, I I don't know what Ian's going to do if you steal their iguana. If you took my iguana, it'd be very confused. Um, yeah, if you took Jabberwocky, I'd be confused about why you wanted a grumpy, semi-arthritic iguana. I 100% do not want your uh, grumpy, semi-arthritic iguana. I, I enjoy <laughs> seeing her. And the right choice. The one time that I helped Wit take care of her when you were out of town, I was like, this is not an animal for Aaron. That is fair. It's that like every time people. that you say... Hey, I know someone who has snakes. Anybody want a snake? I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I do not want You're a snake. Fun. But I all right, so the um, fuck out of the people who are into snakes. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you have this note. Um, so I have this note. Do you know what? Um, Fantasy Saturday. What? Yes. Does I imagine that Fogios told me his sort of vague schedule of like when he works at Leviatar's seat versus when he works at uh you know the Gwendaloo. So like where yeah. would Fotios be working like when would Fotios be working at Leviatar's seat? next so Fotios doesn't always work at Leviathar's seat um, he picks up shifts there sometimes and it sounds like it's fairly frequently but like he's not there every day and he probably doesn't have a consistent schedule for it that said he's probably there more nights than not more nights than not I'm just saying that like if you go there and go oh he isn't here when's the next time he's going to be in they might not know um, but Leviathar's seat is okay. late night he probably would start there at like 10 or 11. Um, okay. And he does the Gwendolyn for like second shift, basically when the bar opens to about 10 or 11. Okay. And he's at the Gwendolyn most days. Yes. You can virtually always find him at the Gwendolyn. And if you couldn't, someone there would probably know where you could go look for him. Okay. 
I'm gonna suggest to um, Tilia and Jasper that uh, we go to the Gwendolyn uh, tonight. Like, all right. Like, do you guys know like how long it's been since we went to the Warrens just to like hang out? Like, it's been like years. Yeah. Um, roll a charisma check to convince your <laughs> day drunk friends friend? to go with you. Yeah. It's more about how they'll take it. Okay. Um, we never roll anything, okay? <laughs> just want you to fucking that's roll fair. Something. No, that's, fa- that's, that's fair. That's fair. That's totally fair. I rolled a 14 <laughs> plus 3 for my charisma plus 2 for my level. So that is... I'm bad at math. That's 19 total. Yeah, alright. Um, yeah, they're happy to go with you. Um, and your main argument is just the admin to the war isn't forever. Uh, what? Yeah, Tilly is down. Tilly I was saying down. your main argument, yeah. And Jasper is also down, but uh, we might have to watch out for someone who I... Listen, if I turn away at the door to the Gwendolyn, just... It's not you guys, okay? <laughs> Sounds like someone's got an ex-boyfriend. Um, Aerosene <laughs> is immediately like, Do you have gossip you haven't fucking told us about you? What the fuck? Tell me. Why? Never mind. No, not never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Erisine, I feel like we don't have clear boundaries in our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Jasper is not self-aware enough to think of that. <laughs> if Erisine if has to, she's going to be like, you know about what I do to shit in my fucking bag. I, I legitimately forgot they knew that you did that. <laughs> yeah. Um, These are the two people who know me for real. Yeah, yeah true. All right. If you bring that up, he's like, fine. I was dating this guy and it didn't end very well. And. Called it. We, we went out in the Warrens a lot. So I imagine sometimes he's there. Maybe not. But, you know. Well, what kind of person was he? Like, maybe I know him. I've been in the Warrens a little bit recently. We could just, like, avoid... I mean, I don't have to go to the Gwendolyn. I just... No, no, it's okay. Um, Seeing that guy, and I wanted to, like, drop by and ask him something. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Yeah, he was this um, half-gnome guy. Real cute, very enthusiastic. But, um... Okay. Okay, I'm gonna level with you. I'm the one who ended things, and I was an overdramatic shit about it. (laughs) You? (laughs) Shocking! Yeah. This is still a remarkable amount of self-awareness for an NPC. I've got to applaud that. (laughs) It's even more awareness than most humans I know. I turn to Tilia, and I'm like... Jasper says that he was an overdramatic little shit about a relationship going wrong? Can you imagine? 
yeah um fuck that's green's voice (laughs) (laughs) no it's all good yeah i can like totally imagine that um but normally i imagine he'd just like jasper did you write poetry and just shove it in their mail slot or something is it angry poetry no i bet he ratted them like sonnets with their name fucking weirdo oh man the term ratting someone out must take on a completely different context in this place (laughs) oh yeah oh i love it (laughs) that's when you buy up all the rats in the neighborhood and then just send them everywhere at once with gossip yeah with gossip the same gossip about the same person they've been ratted out yeah, just swarms of rats carrying hot tea to every corner of the cavern system. Every place they can find. Not even with any direction, yeah. just finding wherever the rats haven't been yet and yeah, covering um, it in gossip. So, say all this, he's like, no. He is obviously lying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, did you at least like keep a copy of it so you can show us so we can make fun of you more? Uh, it's at home. It's at home. Okay. Well, you're gonna I, have to I go through a lot time, of journals, especially if we run into him tonight. <laughs> okay. It's okay. First round's on me. All right. Okay, so. Okay. <laughs> now that you've roasted your friend <laughs> <laughs> and are planning on heading down to the Gwendolyn, we are going to cut over to. Do-do-do-do-do. Wealthy. Oh, oh God. Okay. <laughs> so, Wealthy, you have this job recommendation. Uh-huh. Are you going to follow up on it? Or are you going to go to the person you were told to go to to ask about the job? Yes, I'm supposed to go to Deity Street and God's Avenue, which is the yes. regional multi-neighborhood office. Um, I'm supposed to ask for River, tell them that Cog sent me, and I'm going to be a magical advisor technician. Yeah, be sure to say Cog and not Cod. Cod is in some deep Cog. shit right now. Cog. <laughs> <laughs> My note says cog, but I didn't mean to say cod. Um, okay, Just yeah. There is now a maintenance worker named Cod who is very <laughs> bad at their job. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go looking around and see if I can find this place. Yeah. So I don't think you've spent a lot of time in Divinity. Is the neighborhood's name? No. Um, no, probably not. It, it's kind of the temple district, and that doesn't really strike me as... Not not a wealthy kind of thing to do. Yeah, and I mean, there's lots of other stuff there. It's one of the earlier neighborhoods in the city. Tends to smell really nice. Uh, lots of offerings of like plants and stuff, which there aren't a lot of plants, but in aggregate, works out. <laughs> um, and pretty much everything is basically only a little bit bigger than kind of your... Like standard roadside shrine 
sort of thing, which is not a great reference point from an American perspective, but here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But like all these like temples are mostly kind of small storefronts to like small house sized. There's, there's no big, you know, church with like an acre around it or anything like that. Sure. No St. Paul cathedral or anything. Yeah. And a lot of this stuff is mixed together. Um, with other things. This is also right next door to the Cobalt Warrens. It's where Ottencore is. It's kind of like a has become sort of a it's mostly temples, but also there's kind of a middle class plus or minus population as well. Um, okay. But yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm doodling along looking for the crossroad between Deity Street and God's Avenue. Yeah. Um, you find it pretty easily. Yeah. The takes you a little bit of kind of going down each street and going back and going down each street, but you do find like a few doors down from the intersection. You find the uh, just says basically a regional city maintenance office above it, very plain card letters, and there's a door and not a lot of decoration. Um, okay, I'm gonna open the door and poke my head in and um. Hello, anybody here? Can I come in? Um, all right, you hear a uh, start of like, one second, followed by, no, 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 you're on your break. I'm getting this. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so you, you hear this from kind of like, there's a small room off to one side that you can see the doors like cracked open to was the person who was saying they'd be right there. And then other thing happened. Um, you see a like, Big, even for a centaur, centaur lady come clattering out of the back room (laughs) and kind of catch herself on the door. (laughs) Because hooves rushing small spaces and stone floors do not mix. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little bit slidey. Yeah. She kind of has to crouch to get under the door frame, but goes, uh, uh, yeah, can I help you? Excuse me. Oh, my gosh. Um, yes, I am, um, uh, Encore is down the street if you're tired. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, that caught me unawares. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm here, I'm here, I'm supposed, told I was supposed to ask for River. Cog sent me. Oh, yeah, Cog. Love Cog. Um, I'm River. Hi, River. Um, I'm wealthy. Cog sent me. Well, I already said that. Um, he said that you guys were looking for um somebody in a magical advisory, magical technician kind of position, and he recommended that I come down here. And he said he'd put in a good word for me. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, come back into my office, cause yeah, <laughs> there's okay. not a lot of space out here, and honestly, it'd be nice to have my desk for. Okay. Really anything. It's hard to yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I can see this is not That's the GM just short circuiting about why you would go into someone's office. <laughs> Beyond the reason of doing business in your own office is nice. <laughs> but uh yeah, so um you head to the back. She kinda gets lays the horse part down, kinda sits down behind the desk and 
Um, there's a couple chairs in front of it at varying heights, or whichever one is most comfortable for you. Um, and yeah, so uh, yeah, the the magical position. Sorry, um, it's been a week for the last oh, you know yeah, yeah, three I, years. I, I, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, magical advisor position. Um, did not that I don't believe you, but did Cog give you any sort of like letter of recommendation or anything like that? Like I think he mentioned to you, but no, he didn't give me anything. Um, I I reviewed his uh, his uh, uh, magical calculations for um, some of the uh, some of the power systems, and everything looked really good. He seemed kind of disappointed by that. Like, you know, I don't know why he would want to fail, but he did a really good job. Oh, good. He got those double checked. Um, by the way, you did get a letter of recommendation from him. Um, oh, did he I? He gave it to you along with your payment. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have a letter of recommendation and I pull it out of my pocket. <laughs> oh, good. Um, so she takes it from you, breaks the seal, looks at it. <laughs> Well, Cog was always a cobalt a few words. <laughs> all right, folds it up. Uh, all right, so technically I have to interview for this, although I'm sure you're fine. Uh, what are your magic qualifications? Oh my god, I have to do a job interview? This is supposed to be fun! <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, Ian, this is cruel. <laughs> is there going to be whiteboarding? We can, we're gonna, don't worry, this is going to be short. Is she allowed to write her code in pseudoscript? Um, Only until she actually tries to use any pseudoscript, and then the interviewer gives her shit. <laughs> Not that I'm bitter. <laughs> um, I graduated from the university. Um, uh, I have worked with with um, Grix, uh, one of the Kobolds. Who does maintenance? Um, I, w- I did a um, freelance position and helped him with some um, with some you know magic, and that's about it. I'm kind of new at this and just wanted to get my foot in the door. Yeah, that works. Um, so, are you comfortable being down in the maintenance levels all day? It's going to be dirty and dark. Oh, yeah, I got- I, I'm a halfling. I can I can be underground all day long, all night, months at a time. I do imagine that makes it easier. Yeah. Uh, keep in mind you're talking to someone who probably clocks in at like seven, eight tall instead. Oh yeah. All right. So cool with that. Um, I was gonna put the next person that we got on Cog's crew. You'd be pretty much in this neighborhood. Closer to the Cobalt War inside of things. Yeah, no problem. Cool. Yeah, it's city's not that big, but occasionally people get real picky about getting outside of their own neighborhood. Which is... Nope. I enjoy seeing different parts of the, of the mountain. All right. Yeah. Um, cool. So that's good enough for me. Uh, <laughs> basically, don't fuck up too bad and you'll be fine. <laughs> Um, we'll probably coggle coggle do this for sure you're going to get paired with one of the maintenance workers or a couple of them depending on the job in the day 
and yeah, just learn from them as you go, ask questions. And okay, cool. If you need anything, I'm always happy to see you and help, but I don't know a lot of details of day to day past a certain point, so I might have to refer you to somebody else, depending. Okay. Um, when do I start? If you're free tomorrow. Wait, what day is it? It's like Saturday. Oh. Fuck, I don't know. It's Fantasy World. <laughs> Fantasy Saturday. So, uh, yeah, so um, uh, day after tomorrow, probably. Give okay. Time to get everything back over to COG. Um, so how many days are in our fantasy weeks? Are we still working on a seven-day week here? For now, yes. <laughs> but yeah, all right. Um, okay. Cool. So uh, hang out for a minute. I will get your papers together so you can actually, you know, show up and have something. So okay. if you run into someone who isn't COG and doesn't know what's going on, they won't just be like, it's nice that you think you work here. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but all right. So get some papers. You are officially hired by the city. To do um, magic. To do magic. Yay! And the pay is probably better than... Did you did you do any haggling for your pay? No. <laughs> <sighs> Wealthy, how many times have I told you to girl boss? <laughs> I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid that... Kelly informed Wealthy at this point. Just, you know. I was I was totally thrown by a job interview. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I was just teasing you. Don't feel I know. bad. I don't. <laughs> if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be and why? Where do you see yourself in five years? What's your one weakness and one strength? <laughs> Oh god, that's the worst. I hate all those questions, and I'm very glad I've never been asked them. <laughs> At least not any of the jobs I got. <laughs> yeah. So, alright. Uh, and Wealthy, are you planning on meeting up with your pals and or professor this weekend? Um, I, I got the impression that was kind of an every weekend thing, but I could be I'm, wrong. Um... I'm thinking I might go tonight to the dumpster and see if Bricks and or Vons or Erising show up and let them know, hey, I've got a job and I'm really happy about it. And maybe tomorrow oh. I'll go to um, the university and let and let my friends know and let my prof professor know. All right. Do you have to quit your job? I do have to quit my like, job. Do you have to give notice? Thank you for yeah, thank you for reminding me. I will also head back. <laughs> I will head. I hate the milliner shop. I will head back to the milliner shop and let them know they're probably going to kick me out, so I don't have any place to live. That's going to be fun. I was going to say, um, I don't want to get in the headspace of someone that would do this, so I'm going to keep it abstract. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, basically. Basically, my housing is contingent upon my employment, so... um, You have to move all your stuff out by the end of tomorrow, basically. Unless you can yeah, basically show them some it. conclusive thing that, like, if you let me stay one more day, I have somewhere else to go. Like, definitely. But if you don't have a plan, they're just gonna... Yeah, then they're, they're just yeah. gonna kick me out. Yep. 
Um, then I'm going to spend tomorrow looking for, for new housing. All right. But tonight, you will drink. It's the impression I get. Um, yes. Okay. So, I think that's... Because the night belongs to wealthy. Because the night belongs to high. <laughs> um, Greg, you have Saturdays off, I think. Yep. What do you spend your day doing? I know you're trying real hard to have hobbies. Uh, well, I, uh, as I mentioned at the very end of the last session, um, I would like to go back to the scene of the accident. Uh, right. Just to pay respects to my friend and the other people who died there. And kind of, I don't know, looking for some closure. I mean, I, I, right. I, I've yeah, kind of got closure. Like, it's not exactly a raw wound, but... Just, well, like it came up again. It came up again. Just looking want to do some processing. Yeah. yeah. Just settling it back down. Yeah. Um, now, when you say closure, are you referring to a high-proof beverage with a flavor profile similar to gasoline? Or I think that comes after this part, if I had to guess. So, first one, then the other. Just curious about how sober you are as you visit this place. Very. It's the middle of the day. Mm. All right. I mean, I'll... I'll, I'll drink if it's offered but i don't go out of my way for it yeah you're not walking around with a flask or pouring out yeah pouring one out for your friend because that's just not what you do no um personally yeah so all right yeah you head on down um it's it's in an area that's kind of down beneath the cobalt warrens and divinity um a little bit over towards the warrens warrens but not actually there um but yeah you find it it it's been a few years, so the tunnel has been cleared and rebuilt, re-reinforced. Um, you remember when they did that and put the patch on the conduit, which is how you can find it. Because mm -hmm. um, it's pretty... Basically has a big, heavy iron like pipe clamp around it. Sure. Just because even though they repaired it, that might still be a weak point. And yeah, so... You're down here, there's just some kind of red emergency lighting, barely lighting up the space, sure. and what do you do? Um, I'll, uh, I'll just wander around for a bit, you know, kick at some stones and just survey the area. Um, I'm not specifically looking for anything, but I am, like, hyper-focused on my surroundings. Sure, roll a intelligence check or a wisdom check whichever one you prefer <laughs> intelligence uh 16 and 18 if i add my level all right yep so yeah uh, you're looking around kind of hyper focus on everything um i think you see that as part of putting on that clamp and stuff um they added like a little metal plaque label thing um below that conduit oh um it's well there's two of them because now you've made me feel bad one of them is a memorial plaque which is not what i was thinking and the other one oh. <laughs> is no but i like that idea yeah. i think someone put it up um and i think that's probably a little bit away from the actual like repaired conduit um and then there's a with the names of everyone that died um and the date and stuff mm. like that. Uh, and there's also one where that con where that repair joint is. 
that details out where this conduit's running from and where it's going to. Um, so those locations can be reached. Basically, what power source is upstream from it and where is it going downstream? So yeah. if this blows out, you know exactly what it's affecting. Sure. Um, which, which is semi-standard. It's weird to have it here because it's usually just at intersections. Okay. Um, and that's new from the last time you were there. Hmm. Is it... Where is it going? Um, so, one direction, it goes on down to... This may change later, because I'm not actually sure the exact layout of some of these neighborhoods, but um, relative to each other. But it goes from Divinity, and then it goes down to... I believe it's Coldwater? Um which is the neighborhood that the Department of Investigations and the library are in. Okay. And then uh, the other way, it it would go back further into kind of the Divinity Cobalt's Ward area that you're in, but then it heads to one of those big power junctions. It drops down several levels and then would go onward towards the core. Okay. Now this stands out as like, this is unusual. It's a little weird for them to not have. I think the thing that's on, the only thing that's unusual is it does have distance markers, um, and you are very close to that power junction compared to most of the conduits you work on. Basically, it looks like this one. A lot of them kind of wind their way up and through a bunch of levels. This one appears to just kind of drop straight down, um, like less than a hundred feet back from where you are. So, it's pretty close to kind of one of the big power junctions. That's a little bit unusual. And it's, I think the other thing you notice is that they have definitely added on more conduit uh-huh. material around this and like fused it on with magic. Um, so you think maybe that either, and I think some of this came up in the aftermath, either the conduit overloaded uh-huh. or um, part of it wasn't working properly. Uh-huh. And so that's been repaired, but now that you're looking for it, you can see those repairs. They're not dangerous, but... Okay. It does make the conduit a little bit strange. Got it. Strange, yeah. but not suspicious. Because like you saw with Zykra and Klitz, like that explosion messed up the conduit that was near them and did not cause an explosion that wiped out the room. So the damage from a cave-in causing one of the conduits to go, and you saw that cave-in um, in, the, uh, in the underground area that you had to root route around to get to the power distribution thing and meet your oh, yeah. student friends. So yeah, cavens don't normally cause explosions like that. Um, and that cave was not super severe. So I think it was determined there was also something wrong with the conduit itself. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Well, um, I'll just spend, spend some time there hanging out. Uh, I'll sit on a piece of machinery and kick my legs just, just deep in thought for a while, and uh, then uh, it's my day off. Still, the professor doesn't have my th- uh, doesn't have anything for me yet. I think it's another week. Yeah, I think that's another week. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'll uh, spend the afternoon in the uh, the Otten core, and probably make it over to the uh... the dumpster. Yeah. Or. You get an urge to go to the yeah. Actually, I know what happens. What? 
you're running to green at Ottencore. Oh! Um, Because I think green did say that when y'all first met her that she does go there semi-regularly. And we don't have to roleplay it, but she is going to be at the dumpster this evening in invite two if you want to come. I'll say hi and check in and uh, make sure she's not mad at us or whatever for all the misadventures of our recent excursion. All right. Um, oh, why would I be mad? I don't know. There was some violence. Yeah, I don't know. There was some violence. Sorry, I don't know. Not doing the that... voice. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you okay? He's on a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what happened there. Frog in my throat. Good. Um, yeah, no, not a problem. I mean, that's kind of what people hire us for, so... Ah, fair Granted, enough. that was the first time I had to, in a while at least, that I've had to hit myself in the face with my own sword. But you know, these things happen. Yeah, and those uh, those squid things. It, I, that was, I had that was one of them. Yeah, had the squid thing on my face. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, they were. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm actually kind of glad I ran into you. Uh, I'm going to the dumpster after this. Do you want to come? Sure. That sounds great. Hooray. <laughs> scene <laughs> already with all i could do to uh when you asked why would you think that uh i'm mad at you to be like because you're talking to a character voiced by wit shut <laughs> up <laughs> sorry i love you you can cut this out it's fine <laughs> I'll, I, I can cut it out Role playing deeply apologetic characters is a big move. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, Vons, do you? What are you doing on Saturday? So, so Vons went home on Friday, right? After his brief meeting with the clandestine narcotics guy. Thursday. Oh. Yeah. So. You, oh, Thursday. You went home on Thursday. We're skipping your Friday. Sorry, it's Saturday now. <laughs> Why are we skipping Friday? Is there something you want to do on your Friday? Yeah. I mean, I had plans for Thursday night the second I got home. Oh, sure. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> so as soon as Vaughn's got home, he would have started working immediately to figure out who this Alley Rats group is. Okay. Because see, now Vaughn's is starting to feel paranoid. These people know way too much about him, and Vaughn's has worked way too hard to stay as anonymous as possible. Yeah. Um, Although people seem to have no trouble seeing through his disguise, that's fine. Uh, Vons is under the impression that he's been very anonymous this whole time. Hey, it's that foxhole who always wears their hood really deep for some reason. <laughs> so Vons is going to send a rat to Green, and he's going to ask what she knows about right. this alley rats group. He doesn't want to alert her as to his position just yet. He just wants to know what she knows. If she's heard of it. Yeah, them. basically, what do you know about the alley rats? He doesn't want to be overly inquisitive or interrogator, and he doesn't want to give away the idea that they've just contacted him. He just wants to know if she has any awareness of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right. So, do you write to anyone else? I also get the feeling that since she's been around quite a bit, Ericene might know something about them. So, I'm going to write to Ericene as well. All right. 
I don't imagine that Grix or Wealthy have connected with this particular chunk of the underworld before. So I'm just going to send a rat to Erisene for now. I'll just send her a quick uh, alley rats question mark. Who day? <laughs> <laughs> New rat who dis. <laughs> oh my god, All I right. desperately want for Erisene to have, have gotten this uh <laughs> with the rest of her mail at the nipper on Fantasy Saturday. Oh, so it got to you late? Or at least because that would be like an extra day. Oh, yeah. That makes sense, mind. though. I don't think they're... I'm... I imagine the messenger rat gets there late from time to time. Or they get there immediately, but, like, I think you... I mean, you don't know where Erosine lives, and I think the rats tend to do better if you give them a location to deliver to, because, like, they can't know everybody in the city. And uh, and this leads citizens to ask questions like, well, who's your carrier? And... People respond with shit like, oh, uh, Rat Mobile. And people say like, oh, Rat Mobile? They suck. They don't know where anybody yeah, lives. Yeah, so like, if you gave a note that was like, Erosine or the Nipper, if you can't find her, um, it would probably end up at the Nipper. I imagine Erosine's family is not super great about accepting rat messages. So the good people of the Nipper just have a stack of mail ready for Erosine. Basically, yeah. Almost every place I've been to this is also a mailboxes, etc. That's a highly specific reference that I don't think actually translates out of my hometown. No, it does. But like a mailbox yeah, rental does. place, essentially. Okay, I wasn't, I wasn't sure how many of those there were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah, the mailboxes, so... etc. is actually the generic version of that. All right, but yeah. So a lot of these places will also take your mail because. It's the kind of service everyone needs, so it's just sort of implicitly done. Someone might tell you to fuck off if they're suddenly getting mail for 100 people, but like, if you're in there regularly, that's just kind of something that happens, and they're okay with that. Um, but all right. Yeah, so uh, Erisine, you also get a note from Vons saying, Alley Rats, question mark, on Saturday. Can you, Vons, can you be incredibly specific about everything that the note says? Like, it has my name on the outside. So, Vaughn's concern is going to be that his rat could get intercepted, especially by a group who goes by the name the Alley Rats. Uh-huh. So, this message is probably painted black on the outside, and this rat is covered in stealth rat clothing and covered in Sharpie marker and whatever I can do to make it darker. Just trying to keep the message quiet so Vons is not going to get into any details about what went down or who he spoke to or it's probably just going to say alley rats question mark let's meet and it's probably not even going to say where because that would just tip an interceptor as to where to find me later is it going to right. say your name uh, you should be able to tell by the smell, or maybe the paw prints that are on it, some faint bug stains, uh-huh. just how messy it is, some teeth marks. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure you'll know. 
if the note were covered in grease and oil and wax and shit, you'd know it was from Grix. If it had like a flower doodle or smelled nice or actually was pretty, it was probably coming from wealthy. <laughs> but I've got bug territory. I, I can also see wealthy using Signing the margins of letters name? she hasn't. <laughs> that too, but also using the margins for like magical calculations and realizing, <laughs> oh shit, this is letter I needed to send, not one I just got. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. She would probably use a really lustrous ink, too. Like, Oh, I definitely use a, a fountain pen. A, a, a dip pen. But does it have glitter? Like, what do you think, Wealthy? I don't, I don't want to define your ink for yeah, you. Yeah, I definitely, definitely some shimmer. I have, I've had, actually had some eye, my eye on some shimmery stuff. Can I tell that this is from Vaughn's Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Who else would send you a paranoid message painted black? <laughs> that smells kind of weird. That's Despite having great... been at the nipper for presumably at least several hours. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, how far away is the Biartels? Um, It's in a neighborhood I haven't defined yet, so it's like two neighborhoods away. It's pretty close. You can get there within half an hour easy. Okay. Probably. Yeah, it's probably a pretty central point in the city. Yeah. Considering everybody gets their band-aids and aspirin and Vicodin and whatever there. I mean, it is a chain, so but Fair enough. Um about like midway through the afternoon on Saturday, I'm gonna be like Okay. I need to go take a little disco nap. But I'll be back later and then party. Alright. In the war and I leave. And I, can't I do that. go walk. <laughs> yep, you I, leave. I, I, I spend half an hour walking off my uh, <laughs> Your walking buzz. off my <laughs> afternoon buzz uh, before I get to Vaughn's uh, uh, stall outside the Biartels. Yeah. Um, so Vaughn's, you get, you do get a message back from Green uh, the next day, like in that afternoon, because um, yeah, Green was at her normal place um so green doesn't have a lot for you or that's not quite true yeah so green's note basically says you know my little group mostly for the underground protection gig um mostly stays out of their way but the alley rats they operate out of the warrens but they're kind of all over the city but like their base of operations in the warrens um, which she knows because you run into them all the time in the sublevels under the Warrens. And that they are usually, as far as she can tell and what she's heard, they usually are delivering items of a sensitive and or illicit nature um, from one part of the city to the other. And yeah, they're run by Richard Stanton, who does not make a mystery of who he is. And... They are constantly trying to kind of push in on other people's stuff in the Warrens district. Like, I'm going to say, they want to be in charge. And they are not. They're not small time by any means, but they're not, you know, the de facto leader of the Warrens. Okay, so they're the current aggressive force in the Warrens then. Yeah. 
but and, and she hears some weird shit about Stanton, but she doesn't have anything beyond that. Okay, so there's a weird dude, there's an aggressive group, and a power struggle. And Vaughn's would probably know this, but who is the current ruling force in the Warrens district? Yeah, so the current ruling force in the Warrens area is the Warrens Council. Um, it's made up of at least, you know, a large handful of kind of the most influential owners of very bi- various businesses in that area. This is all an unofficial power structure, of course, because theoretically the city controls the Warrens. Um, but the Warrens Council is not, you know, they don't like have their own uniforms on their people or anything, but are kind of the hand that's guiding that district. Okay, so are they elected in any way, or is this money equals power? Yeah, they're not elected. They're an oligarchy. Okay. Um, And, like, membership does change occasionally, but not a lot. And it it was formed in response to... Actually, you don't know that, but whatever. Your character doesn't know this, but it was formed in response to various groups like the Alley Rats are acting now. I see. Because none of those businesses can protect themselves on their own. And that part, I think, is something that either Green would tell you or a logical leap that you could make based on what you know about the area. Or based on Vons's perspective on capitalism. Okay, so I imagine Vons sees the Alley Rats as being simultaneously disruptive of the current corporate structure but also that they're trying to accomplish this through potentially societally harmful means. Yeah. um. And while Vaughn's isn't exactly about capitalism, he's certainly not interested in harming the populace. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the alley rats don't hurt people, like, generally. Um, I think you'd know this because you've probably run into them when doing your alchemy stuff, like collecting things from the underground levels. I think Green would also note that they've never been violent, um, but they're definitely capable of it. Um, that said, yeah, a lot of their stuff they're doing would quite potentially indirectly harm the populace. Right. So they're being reckless. Yeah. Okay. So this is the kind of thing that Vaughns would have a sense of, but not necessarily be able to back up with facts. Yeah, I'm going to say you know all of it except for that historical bit um, about why they formed in the first place. But again, it's it's an easy guess, and I think Vaughn's actually knows enough that, like, I don't know if it's publicized, but if you heard it, you wouldn't be surprised if that makes sense. So, yeah, it's kind of a decently sized assumption in the back of your head that. So, if it ever comes up, congratulations, you knew it already. <laughs> All right. Well, seeing as I'm out of healing potions, Vaughn's is going to start brewing that. Uh, as soon as he got home on Thursday. So he's going to try and replace as much of what he spent as possible while fighting those starfish cephalopod things. Yeah. um, And then he'll hop back out on the street to uh, earn some more of that. uh, What is is the currency of this place? Gold, silver, copper. Ah, so the current ruling class hasn't given it a name yet. No. No Dogecoin, huh? And so they also might not have bothered. You're the only known government left. Like, <laughs> oh, there's no exchange rate. Oh, that makes it weird. <laughs> yeah, it does. I guess all no- all tokens are non fungible. <laughs>
Yeah. Yeah. Every, every bit of money is an arcade token. <laughs> Despite arcades not existing. <laughs> okay. Well, I've shown up. Yeah. Okay. What's up? What do you want? Cool. I wasn't sure if you were following that up with something. Um, no. Yeah. Uh, we press T. We wait 24 hours. Congratulations. It is now Saturday again. <laughs> so, uh, Ericene, you have I found Vons' little box. I am going to approach Vons. him and be like, um, do you have any, like, healing potions? I kind of got thrashed a little bit a couple days ago, and I just feel like, uh, just like a little, you know, crick in my neck or something. So, like, are you hangover thrashed or cephalopod thrashed? What kind of what kind of thrashed are we talking about here? Um, you know, like whatever, whatever got all up in your fur there, bro. That would be slime. So Vons is going to do the finger curling, like closer gesture, so that he can get closer to your ear without everybody else hearing. I bend in closer and say, no, but for real, like, I really, like, I, you didn't give me any healing potions, and I'm very tired all the time. Yeah, Wealthy took those. I'll buy one, but, like, I'm very tired. Have I mentioned? (laughs) Oh, let's see. I'm sure Vons should have uh, some potions. I don't have my sheet open right now. I really should. Bad Vons. Don't worry about it. Um, th- this wouldn't be a cure light wounds or anything. Would it? Or actually, I guess it would be because you're slowly healing up. But <laughs> yeah, because I think we said you could go get patched up if you wanted to, but I don't think you actually went and did it. I did not go um, and do that. Um, but I figured, yeah, you so, know, yeah, two Vaughn, birds, one stone. Yeah. Uh, Fonzie definitely had at least one cure light wounds potion um, because you were saying. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I'll just pass that straight to her since everybody else got one. Yeah. I will pass you five gold. And uh, Vons will just keep his paw over your fingers, keeping them closed, saying, don't worry about it. Just I need to know whatever you know about these alley rats. I will drop the gold on... The counter and whisper why on earth do you need to know about the alley rats when I suddenly need to know about the alley rats and then I straighten back up and I like stare at him oh great now the conversation goes like now why do you need to know about the alley rats well so Ericene honestly doesn't know a ton about the alley rats yeah, basically, you know, kind of what I've told you so far and like, you know, what you got with the note, you have a vague idea of who they are and know who Stanton is and what Mendoza mentioned, I think. Because, um, yeah, Mendoza, right hand man. It's like, Mendoza would have mentioned them by now, right? Because he gave you, because they gave you yeah. a contract on killing one of them. <laughs> um, they told me who Richard Stanton was. They told me that Sane is a. Uh, a person who is not technically a lieutenant in that organization and didn't tell me a ton else about it. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. So, you know, the organization, you're in the weird position of knowing the important people in an organization without knowing what the organization really does. Um, Pretty much. And I mean, I I could guess, 
I could definitely guess, like, what is up with the organization. I, you know, I'm aware of where the Oakley is. I'm aware of the fact that yeah. it would be in the Warrens. Um, and so, as it being in the Warrens, I'm guessing that the Alirats is probably some sort of gang up against, you know, other factions within the Warrens. Yeah. Uh, the other thing you know about them is that uh, very occasionally... Um, when you can't find any of your usual hookups, uh, Tilia knows some people who work for the Alirats who she can get stuff from, but it tends to oh, be. Okay. But, like, it's always, like, weirdly, like, they're a little bit expensive, and it's always kind of weirdly cold as an exchange compared to buying your shit from people like Vons. Tilia mostly just always gets weird vibes when she buys from them, but it's never actually been a problem. It's like. They're not like, you know, they don't have a whole lot of customer service in their drug dealers. <laughs> right. It's about efficiency. Ah, sure. okay. <laughs> um, so I think we've got a problem. I don't have any problems. Well, I think, I think, I think that their problem is about to be our problem, and they have a problem, and we're all about to have problems. And we have enough problems in this place. Well, what the I fuck mean, is the problem that you think that they have? Why are you asking? <laughs> Why is this happening now with you? What happened in the last two days, Vons? See, see, I, I think, I think the alley rats are trying to take over the Warrens. Yeah, no shit. And eventually, I think that's going to become a problem for us. They're too big, and they're too mean, and there's too much potential for danger here. And they're muscling in on my poison business, dang it. I don't think poison's their thing. Well, they definitely asked me to make some party drugs. And I don't think that that's the best thing for this community. And if they get into that market, then they're going to get too big. We're going to have some real issues. And you've seen how popular Ruladrin is around here. My friend already buys party drugs from them. They're they're already in the party drug business. Then why did they ask me for help? Because they need someone new. They need someone new to be an alchemist for them. This is, like, weirdly way less sinister than I expected it to be. <laughs> <laughs> to clarify some context stuff, um, I should have said this, but I... No, 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 it's... I, I'm enjoying, because it's... Yeah, it's mostly just kind of standard people <laughs> with money and power trying to fight each other for money and power shit. Um, but you can buy party drugs from them. They don't make them, as far as you knew. Basically, the oh. Alirats are where you go to buy pretty much anything um, oh. that you can't buy from like a usual storefront. Okay. So they're kind of a lot of people's second choice, but they have everything. Okay. 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 Well, yeah. then I communicated whatever that I communicated that and stuff. <laughs> like you can get party drugs from them. They probably want somebody who can make them for themselves. 
You can make party drugs, right? Well, I know, I know. You can get party drugs from a lot of people, but I don't think it's particularly healthy for the community. And then Vaughn's kind of looks over his shoulder at the alleyway behind him. Why are why are party drugs not healthy <laughs> for the community? How is it any different than alcohol? Stares down the alleyway behind him. Aristine is genuinely baffled. It has literally never occurred to her that party drugs could be a societal ill. It's just like alcohol. People drink all the time. Like, no one cares about that. I mean, like, sometimes you go out of control, but, like, if you can just get whatever, like, why, why would you just do them, like, all the time? And to be fair, alcohol is kind of a party drug. And I'm yeah, not trying to turn is. this into a PSA here. No. No, we would never want to turn this into a PSA. But, like, Mm-mm. I just, like, you can make party drugs. You could probably make a lot of money from them, making party drugs for them. On a very special episode of Primary <laughs> Attribute. <laughs> like for real like why I don't get it I'm sorry is there something wrong with me it's it's okay it's just I've seen party drugs do a lot of damage to people over time and they have such a high volatility and such a high mobility in these markets it can really create a lot of upheaval and the power structures and the power vacuums and all of the wars that can happen. That's just one of the reasons I don't traffic in these drugs all that often. You do make them. It's a really a gray area, kind of a rare thing, kind of a special purpose situation. You're allowed to say no, probably. Are you saying just say no? (laughs) Say no to drugs, Vons. (laughs) Thank you, Nancy Reagan. Okay. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard not to come back with a Reagan reference here. Um, Sorry. There's a poster across the street that's just the winners don't do drug screen from every arcade game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. I'm just saying, like, you don't have to do this. You could find a way out of it. You could just never show up to the place that you found that guy again. But I found him at the dumpster, and oh, that is fuck. easily one of my favorite that's places. That's never gonna happen. <laughs> And now I'm worried about the entire group, because if they found me there, then they know where we're all at. Now, when I got approached, I gave them kind of a tacit, noncommittal response. But if they know where we're all at, I don't know what they think of the rest of the group right now. And I'm really hoping that they don't come back at us with anything if I don't do this for them. But no matter what, it looks like if I don't make them these party drugs, I'll end up with a target on my tail. You make you you end up with a target on your tail either way. I guess that you just do it and don't die or whatever. I suspect <laughs> there is no doing it and not dying. I I imagine that no matter what happens, this just winds up with an exploding trailer in a desert somewhere. I just really think that you're overreacting to this. Why would they, like, do something to somebody who's, like, doing a job for them? And 
and and you know it's it's not entirely them that I'm worried about. If if they're vying for power and if there's a power struggle in the area, then there's somebody that they're fighting against. Okay, well then find out who they're fighting against and go ally yourself with them instead, like I'm doing. But they're big businesses, and I hate them too. So stay out of the entire thing and move somewhere else. You mean off of this floating rock? That would just make too much sense. Hi, I'm Ericene. I'm trying so hard to make sense. It's kind of this my whole shit. be a weird episode. What? Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a weird ass episode. Oh yeah, yeah it fucking totally <laughs> is. <laughs> You're going to get yourself like... on an FBI watch list, Aaron. <laughs> is Ericene yes knowing Vaughn's here? Is that what's going on? She's she's no butting him. She's definitely no butting him. She's more like so wetting him. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. And? <laughs> Big fat Harry. <sighs> um, so Ericene's just gonna like put her hands like on Vaughn's shoulders and just like stare very intensely at him and be like, Stop being so fucking paranoid, you weirdo. Thank you for the thank you for the potion. But I'm a fox. Paranoid way, is what I do. I met Green too. I don't think that that's every fox's thing. I think that that's a special thing that happens when you inhale too many alchemy fumes. <laughs> She's going to be like, so my friends and I are going to the Gwendolyn tonight. You're welcome to come, as long as you don't be all fucking paranoid and weird again. If you want to come, I'm inviting you with my normal friends, as long as you can act not paranoid. I will buy you a drink. Vons pulls his hood up and glares at Ericene just a little bit, but in a kind way. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not being sarcastic. That came off as sarcastic. I was not being sarcastic. That is fair. (laughs) Okay. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) This conversation has happened. (laughs) In in terms of time-space relationships, uh, where are Green and Grix right now? It is Saturday afternoon for everybody. (laughs) Also, Green invited Grix to the dumpster, excited the memory of huh? a gnat. So, <laughs> Likewise. So, Green and Grix are probably going to show up at the dumpster probably around five-ish, which gives Fonz enough time to head back to the den, pick up some essentials, as many healing potions as he would normally carry in his complement. Uh, the only thing he used in that last battle was potions, so that's all he really needs to replace. Don't forget that I forced you to take five five gold. Oh yeah, adding that to the character sheet. I just don't want you to forget. <laughs> okay. Yeah, our our uh, our uh, relationship is an interest. Okie dokie. So, uh. Can't remember where I keep that character sheet. Anywho, uh, so yeah, gonna go back to the den, 
uh, pick up a full complement, replacing the uh, potions from last time. I imagine uh, I would ha I would have to look at my rules. I imagine I have enough time to make enough to replace those potions and maybe a couple extra. And yeah, but between yesterday and today, you can make two days worth of potions from cool that you have for that matter they're all going to be healing potions considering what happened in the last situation and how i wish i'd had more yeah oh yeah i take my potion how do how does that work you get potion magic. but like i don't know <laughs> i don't know how much yeah, um, to like roll for it check. yeah I, I want to clip this recording and make myself a text alert that just sounds like Ian saying you have potion magic. <laughs> yeah, it could be good. Kill it once. This is appreciation, not mockery. Uh, Vaughn's roll a d8. You made the potion, so I'm making you roll. Shit. Okay, let's see. Go! Oh, oh one. Oh. Fuck. You get one hit point back. <laughs> Sorry. I take I take my potion. I feel that one hit point come back, and I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> and I fucking slap Bonds in his stupid fox face. <laughs> I know he gave me this potion, knowing that it was gonna be shit. Oh man, this does not reflect well on me. <laughs> oh good. The dice are trying to kill me. But but alright, so you're both going to the Gwendolyn. <laughs> Grix is going to the dumpster. Kelly's, hey, wealthy. Wealthy's oh. going to the dumpster too. Oh oh is Vaughn's actually going to the Gwendolyn? Oh no. Vaughn's is going to the dumpster. Um Oh, I thought you were going with I thought you were going with um well, first, Vons is going to his den to stock back up. Yeah, I don't think Vons and Ericene are even on the same page. Yeah, that's fair. But I think that Vons thinks he's going to meet up with Green at the dumpster. How? <laughs> well, because that's where he met her the first time. Okay, so you're you're going... I was going to say, you don't know she's going to be there. <laughs> yeah, I don't. But they also have <laughs> right. the good nachos cool. with to... the extra crispy bugs. And I like those. That's fair. That is apparently like 50% of your diet at this point, is those nachos. <laughs> well, I might order a burrito this time. Maybe get a chimichanga. Fried burrito, packed with beetles. Grubs. They have a deep fryer. It's a bar, so they've got a deep fryer. Fair enough. It'll fry up some maggots real real crispy. Okay. And last but not least. Hey, Wealthy. Uh-huh. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> Alvin and May both. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> Was anybody else trying to figure out the they for sir? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think there is one. Thur. Zer, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. Thur. <laughs> yes, sir. Good, <laughs> Good job, everybody. <laughs> uh, all right. So, <laughs> yeah. 
All right. So uh, you get a message. Actually, I think May and Alvin come find you. Uh huh. They're basically, hey, we got jobs. We should go party somewhere. Where did you get jobs? And we'll find out next time. I'll find <laughs> what a there! You get a cliffhanger. <laughs> what a weird cliffhanger. <laughs> I just walked right into that one. Oh God. Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. Questions, comments, feedback? Email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod, or on Twitter at primeattribute, or at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for every one of our dankest memes. Castles and Crusades is published by Troll Lord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Thanks, Aaron! Our logo was designed by Adam. Great job, Adam! Editing this week by Aaron. Thanks again, Aaron! We hope you listen again next time to Primary Attribute. So, it's now time for our note-taker, our historian extraordinaire, our fifth-place amateur astronomer in their high school astronomy contest that did not exist. Who is it? (laughs) (laughs) hello i'm back sorry okay my inner my internet apparently dropped out because why would anything ever work oh no it was so perfect your timing was so perfect okay bizarre (laughs) you simply must keep that part in all right um i was introducing aaron and okay. I made a bad joke, so I guess I get to do that again. <laughs> no, no, you dropped out like right at the end of like saying all of the appellates. Oh, good. Yeah, I just figured it super didn't land. I was like, man, it wasn't that bad. No, <laughs> but it was how it didn't land that was so amazing. <laughs> it was so perfect. It so perfectly didn't land. It broke both ankles symmetrically. <laughs> all right. Well, if you heard that intro, then I guess we can leave all of this in, or I can redo the intro and we can shove that all to an outtake.